what's our problem with rules? How come we can't just keep them? How come we add more rules to the rules that we already have? Let's talk about this mess on this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey everyone, my name is Justin Kim and you're watching Inverse and in the studio we have Jonathan and Siku and Israel and I want to say hello to them. Hello. Hey. Uh, hello. We've been talking about <laughs> uh, Sabbath for about 12-13 weeks now. We actually are in our, our final episode uh, on this topic on the Sabbath. So we want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org, download the Bible study guide uh, entitled Reflections on Sabbath. You can also go to your Apple or Android platforms and download this official Sabbath School app that's made by Advent Tech. And you can actually look at the, the Inverse Bible Study Guides in Espanol and Spanish and many other different languages, including English as well. And you can study along with us. We're going to go to Mark chapter 2, verse 23 to 28. And we'll have a word of prayer by, by Jonathan, if you can pray for us. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I just want to thank you for this privilege we have to study your word again. And Lord, as we're coming to a close on this uh, quarter, on the Sabbath, we just give you praise for the many lessons we have learned, the many blessings you have given us through the study, and how it has and is transforming the way we uh, understand the Sabbath and keep the Sabbath. Lord, we invite you, the Lord of the Sabbath, now to be with us, to teach us, to guide us mm. as we dive into this topic one more time. And we praise you and thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Appreciate that prayer. And Siku, can you uh, read uh, Mark 2, 23 to 28 and about the, the, the Lord of the Sabbath that, jo that, that Jonathan referenced? Mm -hmm. It reads, Now it happened that he went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and as they went, his disciples began to pluck the heads of grain. And the Pharisees said to him, Look, why do they do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? But he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and hungry, he and those with him, how he went into the house of God in the days of Abiathar the high priest and ate the showbread, which is not lawful to eat except for the priests, and also gave some to those who were with him? And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. Yeah. Israel, what's going on in this passage in Mark chapter 2, uh, and especially as we close on this topic on the Sabbath? Um, what, why, how is the Lord the Lord of the Sabbath? He's the Lord of the Sabbath because He's the creator of it. Mm -hmm. And I, what He's referencing here, especially with the Pharisees, is the fact that the Pharisees who were recipients of the of the law of the Sabbath are now are now telling Jesus the creator mm -hmm. of the law of Sabbath how to keep, how it is Sabbath. To keep it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so the whole point that Jesus is making and I think we referenced this early early on you know Jesus first and foremost is the creator and he instituted the Sabbath with a purpose in mind with an intended use through the process of history uh, he's given that gift to people and 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 we've received it and we've manufactured our own uh, institutions of human Sabbaths and mm, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is saying, look, don't forget that when I created the, the Sabbath as the Lord of the Sabbath, I made, uh, I made it so that the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the, the final kind of conclusion of where we're at. Mm -hmm. It's a retrace back to history, reminding ourselves the Sabbath ha is something that has been gifted to man. Man has not been created to mm -hmm. 
mm. for the Sabbath. There's mm. so many elements about Sabbath, isn't there? There's actually the mechanics of it, which day, when it starts, how it should be kept, and uh, human humanity messes that up, mm -hmm. right? We've created our, our different days of the Sabbath or different different te different techniques, different methods, different mm -hmm. avenues of keeping the Sabbath. But then there's also the, the the spiritual meaning of the Sabbath that hopefully we've covered in the last 12 weeks, and, we, and humanity messes that up as mm -hmm. well, yeah. right? Um, but we see here that the Pharisees had a particular take on the Sabbath that Jesus was blasting. Many interpret this as Jesus was blasting the Sabbath altogether. Mm. How do we kind of surgically differentiate between the two, right? Jesus is not blasting the Sabbath. He's not saying, oh, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath, so I got to change it whatever day I want. Mm. He's actually, here's a point here, especially in this narrative and in every other interaction with the Pharisees regarding the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. uh, what is Jesus getting at? Jonathan? Uh, it's interesting that Jesus references this story of David because mm. um, in this situation, David is going to sanctuary and he's hungry. And he's saying, you know, is there any food? And they said, the only food we have is the holy bread, right? That's set aside for the priests and, mm -hmm. and so on. And, but David, you know, eats that bread. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is saying, you know, David did this, and this would be considered, you know, it, it's definitely gray zone, if not wrong, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at just the, the policies of the sanctuary, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Jesus is saying, what you don't get as Pharisees is that there is a difference between, um, you know, the outward ob obedience to the letter of the law and the spirit of what I'm actually trying to, uh, what the Sabbath is actually trying to, uh, to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so in this story, uh, Jesus is making the point, the physical need of David, who is a servant of God, right, mm -hmm. is more important than a policy about who can eat what right now, mm -hmm. right, in this situation. In the same way, here, uh, as they're, they're talking about food again, uh, he's trying to make the point that uh, the Sabbath is a time for physical and spiritual restoration. Mm -hmm. And servants of God on the Sabbath, should not be worried and burdened with, you know, all these extra laws that you have added to this and these policies, you know, mm -hmm. these thick policy books that you've created that we still create to this day. <laughs> but uh, why uh, you should be concerned about that physical and spiritual restoration that is mm. with Jesus. What, what I think what has happened is the, the, the purpose of the law of God and specifically <laughs> the Sabbath yeah. is to point to the character of God. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you have the law of God, it reflects his character. The seal of that law, the yeah. apex of that law, the center of that law is the Sabbath. It, it, God the creator, God the redeemer, God, you know, Jesus. And, and that, by the way, is... Jesus, right? Specifically speaking about Jesus. By the time we get to the Pharisees, which are people who are supposed to be spiritual uh, uh, guardians of the law of God, the Sabbath has shifted from being a reflection of the character of God mm -hmm. to now you're trying to make it a reflection of the selfishness and 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 um, and the greed of humanity, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it, this is, which is crazy because the whole purpose of the Sabbath is to make us like God, mm. right? But now what has happened is that the whole purpose of the Sabbath has become in this context for people to become like man. And, mm -hmm. and in this specifically dealing with the selfishness mm -hmm. of the selfish nature of, of humanity. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus came and he said, he's not doing away with the Sabbath, mm -hmm. but he's doing away with the selfishness has, that has become the definition of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And so when Sabbath, I think the indicator for you and for me today is when Sabbath becomes something that is so much about me instead of about God or others, mm -hmm. we have lost the value of the Sabbath and we're no longer keeping the Sabbath, mm -hmm. right? But we're imposing now new burdens on people on a day that we're supposed to be lifting 
those burdens out. Also, in the gospel narratives, there are in every vignette where Jesus is blasting the Pharisees for their Sabbath keeping. Mm -hmm. He's not blasting them for their Sabbath keeping. He's blasting them for their version of Sabbath keeping. So you had the Sabbath that all throughout the Old Testament was not really regarded at all. Mm -hmm. They violated the Sabbath many, many times over. So by the time the New Testament comes, they swung to the other side and they had the Sabbath and they have all these rules around the Sabbath. So they don't come near violating the Sabbath commandment because they place all these other things around it. But by keeping all these artificial man-made policies mm -hmm. and thou shalt nots that the Pharisees have instituted, they end up violating the main core of what they're at. So the practice ends up undoing the principle. And that's the great irony of the, of the Gospels yeah. here. And then it's, it's a sad thing that the Sabbath is like collateral damage in that because then on our day, many people think, oh, Jesus did away with the Sabbath altogether. And that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's not. Jonathan, yeah, I just you breathe to, in, so I don't need to breathe out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, w one thing that I think is a reason why we do this, not just in religion, but in general, is yes. we lack uh, discernment. Uh, we lack an understanding of the principles. And I think in this case, the lack was uh, a personal relationship with God. Mm -hmm. uh, so because they were pushed into a, into a situation, the, Phar the Pharisees came out of this whole situation that, you know, the Israelites were constantly failing and, 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 and you know, taken away into captivity. And so they, they came back and they're like, all right, let's do this right now. And then they overdid it mm -hmm. by setting in place all these safeguards, all these rules. And by focusing on that, they missed the, mo the, the whole point of it all, mm -hmm. which is that relationship with Jesus. So that relationship um, helps you, gives you discernment mm -hmm. into how to keep what God has prescribed to us. Uh, it, that relationship gives you understanding of the principles and how to put them into practice. So Jesus is really trying to call these Pharisees to, you know, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. Spend time with me and you'll get it, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and this is where, where we, I believe, can um, think about how do we keep Sabbath mm -hmm. and what are we focusing on? Are, are we scared of, of using our mind and thinking? Or are we, do we just like to follow, because that's what human nature does, we like to follow these you know, preset traditions or, or policies because then we feel safe. Um, but do we dare to go into the unsafe territory of walking with Jesus and, 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 and learning these principles through relationship, not through policy book? Mm -hmm. Policy book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, we, like to, we like our human policies to be the divine principle. Yeah. I think that's the ultimate arrogant mm -hmm. point. Oh, I want to ask you, uh, is there, can you think of any situations that are ironic? Maybe not in a Sabbath sense, but just in trying to upkeep one thing that you end up undoing the, the principle altogether. Yeah, I think it's it's always ironic how in our quest for holiness we make the lives of other people more difficult. You know, I mean that's I think that right. I mean that's ultimately that's ultimately it, right? Uh, like, we'll you know we'll spend time studying the Word of God, and it's like you know we 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 read it, we study it. The moment we get out in, into the real life, go to work. And people, we interact with people and we start, we start blasting them, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're not happy, we start blasting them because they're, they're, they're encroaching on our holy space. Mm -hmm. We make their lives miserable. Or we do it with our children all the time, right? Like, listen, will you stop disobeying yes. because you're making me angry <laughs> and when I get angry, I'm going to lose my salvation and then <laughs> blah, blah, you know? Yeah. So all of this kind of stuff, we, we mm -hmm. in, on our quest for holiness, we make the lives of other people more difficult, and yeah. that's the that's the irony of life in many situations. Yeah, no. One time we were, uh, going, I mean, you brought up kids. I mean, this is going to be the story. Like we were like, the kids were getting late, and we're like, you will get in the car. We will go to church, and when we go to church, we will be holy and happy. Okay? <laughs> and then we're and we said, and we're like, now let us pray. 
<laughs> and then I stopped and I started laughing. My wife started laughing. All four just started laughing. We just the irony of that. Uh, so we don't need to blast the Pharisee. We just laugh at all families. Well, we're going to talk about more of these ironies about the Sabbath when we come back. But we want you to share any ironies and inconsistencies and any hypocrisies that you see. Share with us on social media with our handle uh, Inverse Bible. We're going to take a break right now. So we'll see you after the break. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Hey, welcome back, and hopefully you had a great experience during the break there, and not too too negative of experience. Uh, we want to share about other inconsistencies that you had in your experience regarding your Sabbath. Any, anything else we can think of? I mean, I, I'm a pastor, so I've definitely, you know, preached from the pulpit mm. a message, mm. and then left the pulpit and lived a different message. Mm. So I, I know I'm, I'm, my, I'm my own greatest hypocrite, mm. uh -huh. uh, and. Uh, I guess the key to hypocrisy and getting out of it is to be aware of it. Mm. Uh, so I'm acknowledging it, my first step. <laughs> and uh, by the grace of Jesus, He has helped me, you know, especially in, in sermon preparation. Mm. You know, you write these things and the Holy Spirit is just convicting you, convicting you. And so you will hear me say in my sermons, I'm preaching to myself right now because this is what I need to hear. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But that is something where um, I'm thankful uh, the more time we do spend with the Lord of the Sabbath, with the Lord of the Bible, uh, that hypocrisy can be eradicated and He can transform us yeah. so that we become, you know, going to harmony with His will, mm -hmm. in harmony with His principles because we know Him mm -hmm. and because He lives in us. So it's just a interesting process. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and just, just to underscore what, what Jonathan is saying on the importance of the relationship. Mm. Yeah. Um, the restrictiveness of our religious experience mm -hmm. comes from a lack of relationship. Yes. Um, the fear that we experience, I mean, ultimately, everything negative that we experience in relation to, you know, th what the Bible teaches is from a lack of relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's sad because that's all of God's purpose is a relationship with us. Mm -hmm. um, when, when our focus becomes on that relationship with Jesus, we cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Mm. The reason we can't go wrong is because God is more invested in our salvation than we are in our own. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we, we can have confidence that when we commit ourselves to Him, whether it's in Sabbath keeping, whether it's in my relationships with my family, um, in, in you know, having an excellent spirit, doing my work well, whatever it is that I commit into God's hands, I can have confidence yeah. that He will keep that which I've committed unto Him mm. against that day. Mm -hmm. um, so ultimately at the foundation of it is really focusing on the relationship, which can be scary um, because human relationships fail us, you yeah. know? So, Sometimes we look to God in that way, and if I, if I really put all chips on the table, if I go all out for my relationship with God, maybe I'll fail to you know, meet this requirement or this requirement. But really, it is that simple. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as trust God, mm -hmm. you know, depend on Him. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, do everything that you can. This is our first work, is I just need to commit myself to God and trust Him wholly. This is my first work every day. And then I know that everything that is required of me in, in my religious practice, in my religious experience, that God will bring it to fruition mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Israel. 
What has happened in the experience of the Pharisees and in our experience so often is that Sabbath has become the Lord of God. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the whole point that Jesus is making is like, listen, mm -hmm. the Sabbath does not rule me. You know, it's not my Lord. I created the Sabbath. And what as, as we're kind of reflecting now and, and we're telling the funny stories, I'm, I'm kind of it, it's it's funny and sad at the same time because mm -hmm. it's so often our experience at home. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Sabbath becomes the Lord of God mm -hmm. and everything becomes like we need to get ready for the Sabbath. We need to get, you know, and, and, and it starts annoying us. Right. Like, how come you're not cleaning? You're not cleaning. You're not going to be ready for the Sabbath. <laughs> and if you're not ready for the Sabbath, I'm not going to be ready for the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to enjoy the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And so then what ends up happening is we, you know, we start breaking the Sabbath, right? We're, you know, you didn't clean, so I'm going to clean after you, and I'm going to clean after you on the Sabbath because you weren't ready for the Sabbath, and I'm going to take it out on God. And then all of a sudden, the whole Sabbath experience, we've lost sight of it. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we've made, and we have the tendency many times to make, not just in this, but in every gift, we have the tendency to make the God out of the gift mm -hmm. instead of out mm -hmm. of the giver. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that that is the whole point that Jesus is making. He's saying, look, Sabbath is designed to point you to the giver of that mm -hmm. Sabbath. Yeah. And whenever we get that off balance, what's going to happen is there will always be tension in the home. Mm -hmm. There will always be tension in the life because we are serving a day instead of serving the God who created mm -hmm. the day. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people watching and are like, ooh, that's my household. They yeah. got to watch this episode. Uh, it's everybody's household. Forwarding this episode <laughs> yeah. and emailing everyone. Except yeah. Sigus. Yeah. <laughs> There's love at home in Sigus. Yes. Yeah. Always. Always. Jonathan. You know, uh, I think a focus, uh, when, when the focus shifts to policy and the mechanics of, you know, religious practice, it really at the core of it is a fear of change. We don't want to change because we know that when we, when, we, when we truly walk with the Lord, transformation will take place and we are scared of that. We don't, you know, we, we, living God's reality for us is, is a scary thing from the perspective of an, an unconverted heart or a semi-converted heart or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> we are sometimes, we fall back into this thinking like, you know, I, I, it feels so much safer when I have these things I can check off and, all right, I went to church, I did all these things, I kept the Sabbath from sunset to sunset. Um, but we're totally missing the experience and the blessing of the Sabbath in the process. Uh, this is a scary thing to, to think about because in the judgment, you know, Jesus says there will be all these people who did all these things, right? And He doesn't know them. Why? Because they did the policy, but they didn't spend time with the Creator. He didn't spend time with Christ. Uh, and so I, I personally, I, my prayer is that I will not, that my focus is not on the mechanics, but uh, the mechanic, I don't know if that works, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to be clever here. But the focus is not on, 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 the, on the ritual, but the focus is on Jesus. And in that sense, um, that I embrace the transformation that He wants to offer me because I, I don't want to be scared of what happens when I walk with Jesus. I want to I want to embrace it, and you you mentioned it earlier. But the, when we do that, and the way we do that, the motivation for that is not just you know, oh I I gotta be a good person. I gotta do what's right, what the Bible says. The motivation needs to be wow, God is so good. I I love Him. I look at the cross. I look at Jesus. How can I not want to spend time with Him? How can I not embrace the reality that the Sabbath is giving me? The reality that, that a life with Jesus is is promising me. Uh, when that is my motivation and, and uh, the motivation for surrender, the Sabbath keeping, all these things will fall into place and it will be 
truly transformational. But John, when you talk, when you say that, like, are yeah. you doing that real, like, practically? Like, do you set a time on Thursday morning and you you focus? And and, and I agree with you. Like, yeah. we got to to focus on Jesus on the Sabbath is the core thing. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's so hard to do because of all the you know the, the Friday nights, the so busy stuff. Yeah. So so yeah. do you do you? Do do you set a time to do that? Do you do you do that on do you do that on Friday night during mm-hmm. during when Sabbath opens, or do you do it all the week, mm-hmm. or when does that take place? Because mm-hmm. theoretically, I think we everyone would agree. Yeah, but what is the there's many like? Sabbath keepers who don't do. That. Yeah, no, I mean practically is that when when in Exodus chapter 20 it says remember the Sabbath mm. day to keep it holy. That the remembering is something that doesn't just happen Friday night, right? That the commandment embedded in the commandment is that there needs to be a mindfulness about the Sabbath all the time, mm-hmm. right? Um, so pre- preparation, <laughs> about preparation, or, or or being in a state of Sabbath observance mm-hmm. is something is an experience that is consistent throughout the week. Mm-hmm. If I'm not if I'm not having an experience with Jesus all week long, I'm not going to have a good experience with Him on the Sabbath. It's mm-hmm. it will be stressful. It will be forced. It'll be you know, and so that that preparation, that getting ready for entering into the climax of that experience, is something that has to happen consistently. And you're saying about if, is it something that you know, you know, come Friday night, you're like, okay, now we got to be, you know, get get into the zone. It's actually being in the zone, and and being consistently in the zone. I believe that this is what God's intention has been for us: is that life eternal is to know the only true God, mm-hmm. mm. and that life eternal needs to be now. Mm. Yes, there's a climax that we're aiming for, but this is something that we experience right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sabbath comes on the seventh day, but the experience of resting in Him is something that I experience mm. now. Mm-hmm. So when the moment mm-hmm. comes, when you know, when I'm tempted to be stressed about whatever situation. I need to remember to rest in Jesus right now, mm-hmm. not just I'm going to rest on the Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. Um, so practically, at least for me, um, not just in my devotional life or, or getting ready to make sure that the house is prepared or all these Sabbath activities are prepared, but just mm-hmm. consistently learning how to rest in Jesus, how to trust Him in every moment of every day. Mm-hmm. And when situations arise that test that, mm-hmm. being mindful to choose to trust in God. Mm-hmm. Th- that is the preparation that mm-hmm. I find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, from going back to what uh, Jonathan was saying, the purpose of these, kind of, 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 of these kinds of meetings is that they're supposed to have permanent changes in us. Mm-hmm. And I these think meetings mean Sabbath meetings? No, no, I'm talking about oh, inverse. our meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our yeah. Bible study? Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think yeah. Th- this is in a way a reset for me, mm. right? And, and as Jonathan was speaking and our need to kind of process and all of these different mm-hmm. things, it's not that we have been doing this, but it's that from this moment on, the beautiful thing about Scripture is that it creates a permanent change. Mm. What has happened in my life up to this point, the way I've related to the Sabbath, is that I have tried to over and over set aside time to think about how I need to change, mm-hmm. right? All right, so I need to do this on Sabbath. I'm going to spend Sabbath thinking about how I need to keep the Sabbath. That's not working. Let me do Friday. Mm-hmm. That's not working. I And this is legit. Even let me start Thursday. I need to start Thursday, right? And then let me take Wednesday. Let me start Sunday, right? Whereas the problem is not that that we need more time. The problem is that that is the problem. We keep on setting aside moments in time to think about something mm-hmm. instead of 
thinking about our need to be who we need to be in order right. to enter into the Sabbath rest. Right. And so I think what has happened in my experience from here on, from, from this point on is, I need to be thinking about the Sabbath and its value and its connection to Christ moment by moment and day by day. I need to be transformed. And I, I can promise you this, that by the grace of God, I won't think about Sabbath the same way. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be thinking about Thursday, I need to prepare. I'm gonna be thinking about the fact that I need to be processing what the Sabbath is and what it means mm -hmm. every day of my life because mm -hmm. that way I'm not going to be thinking about thinking about thinking about getting ready, but by the grace of God through communion with Him moment by moment, day by day, mm -hmm. I will be ready when it comes around and, and, and so forth and so on. Uh, um, what, 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 th what thoughts come to my mind as you guys are talking is, is anticipation. Mm -hmm. uh, there's neurological studies that show that, that when people uh, uh, prepare for a vacation mm -hmm. that it's not when they're on vacation that they're the happiest and it's not actually okay. when they come back from the vacation that they're happiest it's anticipation of the vacation that they're happiest neurologic the hormones are like flare and it's happening all throughout the day all throughout the night it's it's happening in when even you're not thinking about it. you're thinking about like man when I go there I'm going to do this and then and, 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 and all and the anticipation is what provides joy mm -hmm. and then when you're actually on the vacation you're trying to fulfill the 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 expectations that you set up for it and uh, we don't have that for Sabbath because Sabbath is not considered to be a delight for us mm -hmm. right but if we understood all the value that we've been talking about for the last 13 weeks on then it should be something that we 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 are permeating our minds and I appreciate that that it's the commandment to remember it is something that we don't just send a little timer on our watches and it didn't now it's the time to think about it it's it's the permanent heart setting of anticipation for mm. this holiness uh, we've covered a lot of stuff, a lot of principles, a lot of just spiritual, spiritual meat. And um, we can easily sit in front of you all in this TV and say, we keep it all. But we, I would, I, I, all of us would agree with Jonathan, we don't. But it is Sabbath that reveals to us our inconsistencies. But Sabbath also reveals the mechanic who can fix our inconsistencies and make us the sincere Sabbath keeper that he intended. That's my prayer. That's a prayer for all of us at this table, hopefully for all of you, and hopefully for all of you watching that you have the same desire and the same prayer of our hearts. I want to say thank you so much for joining us each week and your commitment to Reflections on the Sabbath. Our next quarter is on Beyond Death, studies on state of the dead, and you don't want to miss that quarter on studying what happens to you after you die. So God bless you, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag 
Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.